We're continuing to read Beyond Birth and Death by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, page number 40, chapter number 4, The Sky Beyond the Universe. If even the higher planets in this universe are subject to birth and death, why do great sages strive for elevation to them? Although they may have many mystic powers, these yogis still have the tendency to want to enjoy the facilities of material life. On the higher planets, it is possible to live for incredibly long lifetimes. The time calculation on these planets is indicated by Sri Krishna. Sahasra Yuga Pariyantam Aharyad Brahmano Viduh Ratrim Yuga Sahasrantam Teho Ratra Vidojana Quote, By human calculation, a thousand ages taken together is the duration of Brahma's one day. And such also is the duration of his night. Unquote, Bhagavad Gita 8.17 One Yuga covers 4,300,000 years. This number multiplied by 1,000 is calculated to be 12 hours of Brahma on the planet Brahmaloka. Similarly, another 12-hour period covers the night. 30 such days equals a month, 12 months a year, and Brahma lives for 100 such years. Life on such a planet is indeed long. Yet after trillions of years, the inhabitants of Brahmaloka have to face death. Unless we go to the spiritual planets, there is no escape from death. Avyaktvat vyaktayah sarvah prabhavantyaharagame ratyagame paliyante tatraiva vyaktasam jake samgyake. Quote When Brahma's days manifest, this multitude of living entities come into being, and at the arrival of Brahma's night, they are all annihilated. Unquote, Bhagavad Gita 8.18 At the end of the day of Brahma, all the lower planetary systems are covered with water, and the beings on them are annihilated. After this devastation, and after the night of Brahma passes, in the morning when Brahma arises, there is again creation, and all these things come forth. Thus, subjection to creation and destruction is the nature of the material world. Bhuta gramaksa evayam bhutva bhutva praliyate ratriagame vashah partha prabhavatyahar agame Quote, again and again the day comes, and this host of beings is active, and again the night falls o partha, and they are helplessly dissolved." Unquote, Bhagavad Gita 8.19 Although the living entities do not like devastation, that devastation will come and overflood the planets until all living entities, living beings on the planets, stay merged in water throughout the night of Brahma. But as day comes, the water gradually disappears. 
Yet there is another nature, which is eternal and is transcendental to this manifested and unmanifested nature, matter. It is supreme and is never annihilated. When all in this world is annihilated, that part remains as it is. Unquote Bhagavad Gita 8.20 We cannot calculate the extent of the material universe. But we have Vedic information that there are millions of universes within the entire creation. And beyond these material universes, there is another sky, which is spiritual. There, all the planets are eternal, and the lives of all the beings on them are eternal. In this verse, the word bhava means nature, and here another nature is indicated. In this world, we have experience also of the two natures. The living entity is spirit, and as long as he is within matter, matter is moving, and as soon as the living entity, the spiritual spark, is out of the body, the body is immovable. The spiritual nature is called Krishna's superior nature, and the material is called the inferior. Beyond this material nature, there is a superior nature which is totally spiritual. It is not possible to understand this by experimental knowledge. We can see millions and millions of stars through a telescope, but we cannot approach them. We have to understand our incapabilities. If we cannot understand the material universe by experimental knowledge, what is the possibility of understanding God and His kingdom? It is not possible experimentally. We have to understand by hearing Bhagavad Gita. We cannot understand who our father is by experimental knowledge. We have to hear the word of our mother and believe her. If we do not believe her, there is no way of knowing. If we just stick to the Krishna conscious method, all information about Krishna and his kingdom will be revealed. Parastu bhava means superior nature and avyakta refers to that what we see manifested. We can see that the material universe is manifested through the earth, sun, stars and planets. Beyond this universe is another nature, an eternal nature. Avyakta sanatana this material nature has a beginning and an end, but that spiritual nature is sanatana, eternal. It has neither beginning nor end. How is it possible? A cloud may pass over the sky and it may appear to cover a great distance, but actually it is only a small speck covering an insignificant part of the whole sky. Because we are so small, if only a few hundred miles is covered by cloud, it appears that the whole sky is covered. Similarly, 
This whole material universe is like a small insignificant cloud in the vast spiritual sky. It is encased by the Mahatattva, Mahatattva, matter. As a cloud has a beginning and an end, this material nature also has a beginning and an end. When the clouds disappear and the sky clears, we see everything as it is. Similarly, the body is like a cloud passing over the spirit soul. Oh, that's a beautiful analogy. It stays for some time, gives some byproducts, dwindles and then vanishes. Wow. Any kind of material phenomena that we observe is subject to these six transformations of material nature. It comes into being, grows, stays for a while, produces some byproducts, dwindles and then vanishes. Krishna indicates that beyond this changing cloud-like nature, there is a spiritual nature, which is eternal. In addition, when this material nature is annihilated, that avyakta sanatana will remain. In Vedic literatures, there is a good deal of information about the material and spiritual skies. In the second canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, there are descriptions of the spiritual sky and of this if it's Ababa, and of its inhabitants. There is even information given that there are spiritual airplanes in the spiritual sky and that the liberated entities there travel about on these planes like lightning. Everything that we find here can also be found there in reality. Here in the material sky, everything is an imitation or shadow of that which exists in the spiritual sky. As in a cinema, we simply see a show or a facsimile of the real thing. In Srimad Bhagavatam, it is said that the material world is but a combination of matter modeled on the reality just as a mannequin of a girl in a store window is modeled on a girl. Every sane man knows that the mannequin is an imitation. Sridhar Swami says that because the spiritual world is real, this material world, which is an imitation, appears to be real. We must understand the meaning of reality. Reality means existence which cannot be vanished. Reality means eternity. Haribo! Nasato vidyate bhavo na bhavo vidyate satah ubhayora pitrishtontas tvanayo statvadarshabih. Quote Those who are seers of the truth have concluded that of the non existent there is no endurance, and of the existent there is no cessation. This seers have concluded by studying the nature of both. Unquote Bhagavad Gita 2.16 Real pleasure is Krishna, whereas material pleasure is temporary, is not actual. 
those who can see things as they are do not take part in shadow pleasure. The real aim of human life is to attain that spiritual sky. But as Srimad Bhagavatam points out, most people do not know about it. Human life is meant to understand reality and be transferred into it. All Vedic literature instructs us not to remain in this darkness. The nature of this material world is darkness, but the spiritual world is full of light and yet is not illuminated by fire or electricity. Krishna hints of this in the 15th chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Quote, that abode of mine is not illuminated by the sun or moon, nor by electricity. One who reaches it never returns to this material world. Unquote. Bhagavad Gita 15.6 And we shall stop here because we would love to continue. And yes, we shall continue tomorrow with the glories of the spiritual world. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And the link to this book is in the description. Please read along. And we'll see you next time. Hare Krishna.